0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumbacasino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, 18 plus
1: JF Stretford Paddock, this is the Paddock Podcast. Joining me are two absolute giants of the Manchester United fan base. Mr. Joe Smith. How are you doing? Fresh from his many media appearances, but actually putting me in the shade. Too
2: to hot be, in to it. Speaking frank. of shade, I wish there was well, a bit why of shade? have you got
1: like four layers because on Because I've only got on. one outfit. We're still going to do that thing where me and you are come dressed as each other. Yeah, we'll do that before. Yeah, that's going to be so funny. We can't it's wait. Going to be mint. It's proper hilarious. Yeah. Stuff. Who else is here, Jay? Just so some example of the bants we have hey. in here. Engie. Oh, uh, talking United fans, we've got Stephen Hanson with us. Morning. You all right? You all right? What have you
3: been up to? Had a proper family weekend. F- what? Family? Yeah. Who's family? Yeah, th- some with a similar surname as me.
1: What are they like, your family? Have you got to know him? I don't know. Are you yeah. think,
2: you're thinking of doing that soon, aren't you, Jay?
1: No, I did it in lockdown. It turns out they're all right. <laughs>
2: yeah, some, some It's one of them where I've always just thought it's not worth the risk. Because if <laughs> I don't like them, I can't get another one. So yeah. why find out? They don't mean text them, well, occasionally all that. Went stuff.
3: out to a, a dairy place that makes its own ice cream from the cows it sells. Really? Yeah. That's mint, I know. Also sells steak, which is less... Whoa. It's all painted like nice and pink And like mm. You can get ice cream Or medium
2: rare the, is the actual Dulux ch- the, colour chart called. From, ah, the, ah, from yeah. the cows
3: And all that yeah. lot, And then you're ah, like yeah. What's that in the fridge? That is a hoof um, oh, yeah. So and they we, sell their own milk They sell their own ice cream And obviously they sell The carcasses of their Dead animals Thank God oh, for so that I love thought has, has
2: there been any football On Manchester
3: United? Talking related, of carcasses talk. Of
2: dead animals yeah. City's
1: <laughs> European <laughs> adventure ice. Came to a crashing end Didn't it? Play Hey? Yeah, aggressive. Hey, I am aggressive. Okay. Joseph. Nice to you, Jay. Thank you. Nope uh, I mean, I didn't want to draw attention to it, it's just something I just threw on, actually. Um, funny about all that talk of, you know, the trebling. Does the League Cup count as the trebling? It doesn't matter now, does it, eh? Do you remember nope. all that quadruple talk?
2: We've <laughs> 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 talked about that every year for about seven years. they sure. basically Arsenal, but slightly better.
3: Right. Let me just throw some numbers at you because we all like numbers. Pep Guardiola I believe you have to say the greatest manager that's ever lived trademarked. Right? That's something people put in as a moniker alongside his name. Go on, then. He spent £834 million, right? And the money's one thing, Jay, but it's more the fact that he got 25 first-team players on top of having De Bruyne, Sterling, Company, uh, Yaya Toure, Aguero, David Silva, etc. Um, to what was already a title-winning squad. 834 million, plus 25 first-team players. You can only to play 11, last time I checked. As well as having the most expensive youth academy that the world has ever seen. Um, he, and he has achieved what Manuel Pellegrini did. Mm. I mean,
1: it's weird, isn't it, with Pep? I mean, what makes me laugh with all the City fans as well and some of these City pundits who you know, are practically fanzine writers rather than journalists. Hi, Brennan. Yeah, not mentioning any names. I will. Um, <laughs> but... Is the how the sort of mental gymnastics they're doing not to just say Pep fucks up? Mm. Pep he, got his tactics in Europe. You can wrong say this yet again no, because you, it's obvious he did, even to a layman like me.
3: Mm. He can't get right. Is, is, do I think he's a genius? I don't know about a genius. Do I think he's a good football coach? Always, he's got some things that all of us could learn about football. Um, obviously, part of the Cruyffian sort of lineage, if you like, in terms of how football mm-hmm. should be played. Just,
2: just, just quickly dropping Cruyffian in, like we've, all, we've all understood that. Yeah. A, a, po- a really post cruyffian well, If you, you want to get into yes, it, yes. Would you say you founded the sort of the Hausonian sort of movement of, of YouTube stars?
3: Yeah, which is you know I, I merged the Bielsian yeah. and Cruyffian lineage
2: to the Housonian, uh This is very much a Saturday League style management. Yeah, it's like
3: amateur. Nonsense, version. Yeah, good. yeah. Very but guardiola Guardiola Guardiolistas would say he is the the quintessential post-Croifian. Fantastic word. That's was like, good wordage. I like that yeah. wordage.
1: Do you know what I mean? But whenever you mention Croifian, I just think of the <laughs> 1991 yeah. European Cup. Would? <laughs> Why wouldn't you? <laughs> anyway, you
3: know I mean? so... I mean, he's clearly a very good coach, clearly got some fantastic innovations, resurrected the WM formation of the fucking Busby era, which I have got a lot of time for, despite him being a city manager. I think there's, there's so much a lot of people could learn from him. But when it comes to these real crunch games, semi-finals especially for some reason, and that doesn't really get brought up that much, and clearly finals, he can't seemingly get up his own way because that Manchester City team, if you just went lads, you know what you're doing. Mm. I think you'd probably get a result out of that City team, but going, fuck it, no centre-forward, fuck it, no defensive midfielders. It's almost like he felt the need to prove his genius by winning it in a mad way, rather Mm. than just winning it. Yeah. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, instead of doing the thing that, you know we know you can do. He wanted to do it in a way that we didn't think he could do it.
3: So we, rather than just winning it, we wanted him to go, wow, yeah, look well, how we won it.
2: Like, I know obviously Chelsea and Tottenham aren't the same team and Chelsea are much better and they've just got a history of beating City quite recently. So maybe he thought, I need to do something different to what we did in the league, uh, sorry, the FA Cup when we lost to them. I can see that. But then you think, well... That doesn't explain why he did it against Leon, <laughs> and why he did it, Is it Monaco like, look as well, at, against Monaco. Look as well. at
1: who's who's not City out of the Champions League. I know it's not it's a final's different, but Chelsea, Leon, the Scousers, Spurs. Now he's had the better eleven players at his disposal in all of those games, and you also, you know, this season I actually thought that pardon the expression but their name was on the trophy because mm-hmm. of the run they had yeah. where they played like Borussia Munch and Gladback. <laughs> but I checked Jay and it fucking in it ain't it. you're right <laughs> and it's never been on there uh, Dortmund without Sancho mm-hmm. uh, PSG without Mbappe who played one game but he was a shadow of himself and I don't yeah. think he played the other one and then you get Chelsea you were 19 points below you in the, ta- in the
2: table in the final who were, who were also in a bad run of
1: four yeah.
3: who just I think they only won one of their last three yeah. league matches do you know what I mean tonight. they were in all sorts of trouble Chelsea and it wasn't week, a, two weeks out I was certain Chelsea were win. Well, was it Villa they had, had to went, beat and
1: the, like, to, to, to make sure the top four they yeah. couldn't and they lost and it, yeah, the fact and, that it went down to the last day Leicester in the FA Cup final yeah. so this isn't Chelsea team on top four but so you think this is all sort of the stars are aligning for him and he still can't do it he still can't get out of his way and like you know when he got beat off Liverpool you let know, everyone did they were the favorite spurs mm. come on, leon monaco, monaco, yes, yeah, what I mean, and it's like for
3: There's whatever trend, reason it it's, it's just like can't he it has to overthink it, I think that's yeah. the only word for it it's, i know it's it's quite reductionist, but it is the only the only thing I can think of is he overthinks this shit coming into these. Things. You know,
1: like with Leicester when they won the league. I think one thing that worked in Ranieri's favour was he didn't have the players to tinker. Yeah. So it was like because he's missed the tinker man, is it? And it was like you've got fourteen players that are a decent standard. You can't mess about with that because yeah, you but but haven't got the place to do it.
3: Gaffer. 4-4-2 on the counter-attack, try and get it to Jamie Vardy. Yeah. Okay. So, no, sorry, <laughs> like, and, and you three, if he'd have had a budget, he probably yeah. would have messed it up. Marez, Kante,
2: Vardy, yeah. don't get injured and we'll win the league. Yeah. That was it. That was his, his, his tactics for yeah. the season. And, and you, in fairness to Pep, I think that's only like the second ever final he's lost. So it's not like he does this all the time. But he hasn't got to a Champions League final since 2011 until, you know, two days ago, yeah. three days ago. And then when he does get there it follows a string of times when, like we've mentioned before, he's overthought it and and changed things. Like, I know that they've kind of... It's unfair to say got by because they've won the league. That's not getting by. That's a very successful season. But by their standards in terms of points, it wasn't so good. They had a really, really bad start to the season. And they've done that without really having a main striker all year because Aguero's finished and he doesn't like Gabriel Jesus. But then not having a striker... Is, is something you have to kind of overcome, and they've been good at doing that. But then not having a defensive midfield as well, just playing seven number eights going forward, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, the biggest, one of the biggest foundations that City have, have, have worked on under Pep, and even before that, was Fernandinho or other doing the Fernandinho role, and sometimes both. Sometimes it's Fernandinho and Roger in those big games. Because, like, the, the goal that they scored, it was a great run from Werner to take the, the man out of the way, but the, oh the space in the middle that he could pass through... Where's your, dif- where's your midfield? You There's no go, one there.
3: We, we're trying to compete with, um, with both Chelsea and Manchester City in terms of everything like that. Let's look at the squad depth for a minute. Right, okay. So he's not having Fernandinho today. Right, cool. He's going to play Rodri. Rodri? Mint? Mm. Yeah, he's not going to play either of them. He's going to play What well, like Gundogan. Like, you, he, could a, he could have played a Trivote, actually, which is three defensive midfielders.
2: If Obviously. You know, interesting. So, yeah, they've got plenty of players. <laughs> well, the, just, it's the, just a bit...
1: On the flip side of that... A lot of people looking at the appointment of Tuchel, a lot of the Oli out brigade looking at it as, as an example of almost a stick to beat Oli manager who came in, won the Champions League. Oh, so I you know really I'm not saying that. Yo. I'm just saying, you know that that's the, any, any, hmm. any win... Of any that sort of magnitude is automatically
2: used as a stick to beat all the sorts out with. But it's a fair point just to have the conversation yeah. around. That was my worry about yeah. Chelsea winning it. Yeah, because it was it was absolutely stuck between a rock and a hard place. With who do, as a United fan, do you want to win this? Obviously, City have never won a European Cup. Oh, it so wasn't a difficult st- one for me. No, no, I'm sorry. not well, saying it was well, difficult. One, yeah. I'm not saying it was difficult, but for me, it was stuck between a rock and a hard place because. You don't want City to have ever won anything, obviously that makes more sense. League Cup double, we don't want that. But then Chelsea, there's obviously the downsides with that too. They're only one behind us now. They've won the same amount of Champions Leagues. They've won the same amount of Champions Leagues as us. Yeah. Obviously, that's you know it's an older competition than that. But also, they've got a new manager that replaced their Ole manager in Lampard. They were co- constantly yeah. tied at the hip like conjoined twins, Ole and Lampard. But They're the same person almost. But no, I know was, it was. It was nonsense. But um, this no is what social media right. and yeah, the media yeah, did. In, in the media did try and paint Club it like legend, that. not particularly experienced in the Premier League, gets to manage two of the biggest clubs. Well, Ole won because he outlasted Lampard. Well, now the proof or the proof for the people who want it to be the proof is we should get rid of Lamp- uh, Ole because they got rid of Lampard and now look at them. Yeah. That's the, the problem, problem with, with Chelsea with, winning it.
3: With that is, Chelsea are in the, the Real Madrid model of One new coach every nine months, right? That's their game. That's what they like to do. One new coach. I think it's like 10 months on average. That's how long a manager lasts at both Chelsea and Real Madrid. Now, the the reason that those clubs are successful is not because they keep appointing really, really good managers, although in some cases it is. The reason that those teams are successful is they've got banging players. Mm. You know, when Ancelotti came, look at the 11 he was playing. You know, they fell out with this manager. You bring this manager in. Oh, look, he wins a league. Sweet, Mm. get rid of him. Bring another one in. Conte won. Is Conte a good manager? Yeah, they still sacked him. Mm. Like, they could have kept one manager and had the same level of success that they've had because Mm. the team has been that good. Chelsea outspent the whole of Europe last summer. Who came second. Manchester City. Is it a coincidence that that's the Champions League final? Mm. Probably a little bit of a coincidence that it's the Champions League final. But these are the two squads with unbelievable depth. So, you know, we can't give Bruno a night off mm. because he's the only person that can fulfil that role. Chelsea have got Mount. They have got Havertz. Basically the same position. Mm-hmm. We can rest these guys and come the end and of the final. And they've got finals, ZH as well if they need him. They've also got Ziyech. You know, you've got... I think if you went just straight 11 v 11, United and Chelsea... I think they may be just about edge it on any given day, but it's very, very even. Yeah. The squad depth, though. The fact that they've got people like Kovacic that you can just wheel out, we don't have that.
1: No. They've also got one of the best... Midfielders in the world Let's be honest Of the, of the
2: past 20 one of, years One of the yep. best yep. defensive midfielders I mean Mason yeah. brilliant Jack. I think you're <laughs> yeah. absolutely one right One of the best defensive midfielders Of all time Yeah if he is If you put in like McAuley on yeah. that list You put in you know SCN You put yeah. in the, you know Chelsea Look players Look at his honours Kante may, He's one of the greatest Defensive he midfielders is. ever There's no point in being silly about it The guys no. won the World Cup yeah. The Champions League The Premier League with Leicester Went to
1: Chelsea And won it again yeah. He's gifted He's amazing. he's amazing. He's the canton art of that yeah, defensive midfield. He role. is. Kenten. And it's like, nah. if you literally took him, you know. do you remember when he was linked with us? If you just took him out of their team and put him into ours, all of a sudden, we're challenging yeah. in a big way for the top honours because he's that good and he's exactly what we're oh, missing. Oh, you put him
3: in that City team Saturday night? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: All day long. All day long.
3: Um, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, he's, I mean, he's, he just he's, he's
2: just effortless, effortlessly brilliant at his job. Well, I would say he does put a lot of effort in. He's maybe an effortful person. Yeah, he actually. just makes it look easy, he doesn't it? He makes it, it look but easy, but he's putting a lot and of fucking effort. And
1: he's, in. and he's for me the the sort of the most astounding attribute of his, he's a completely likable Chelsea player. Yeah. I've never seen that before. I don't think no. I'm, I'm a bit too young to remember Ray Wilkins. So yeah. as a player, He's so, a United
3: player.
1: yeah. One matter, sorry, yeah. yeah. One matter, but Ray even Ray Wilkins then, is an ex-United player. W- not Chelsea. One matter, right, yeah. Okay, yeah, Chelsea you you,
2: you usually base their team around dickheads, don't they? Yeah, Whether, but
1: yeah. Can A is just is that guy done it for France? Done it for Leicester? Done it for Chelsea? Yeah. And it just makes me sad that we haven't got someone not as good as that, but almost of that ilk. Yeah. Because we have to play two players in that role who aren't together I mean, as good yeah.
2: as him because they you know with Jorginho in there as well obviously he, he does another one yeah he does the the, the sort of Carrick role almost yeah. and then you've got Kante who just it does feel a little up. bit like almost they, Carrick and Argreaves ish
3: they've got six midfielders of the Pogba Bruno level
1: yeah yeah um, I don't know I don't know not of the Bruno level no oh, I, maybe think, not I think Bruno, kind of, Bruno's not, like his numbers need to be respected Kante's yeah. Bruno oh yeah level. Yeah, yeah but I wouldn't say they've like, got in six in terms of ability not in
3: terms of like Numbers. Well, I mean Kai Havertz when he came from Bundesliga, that was Bruno numbers. Mm. Yeah. Just the way this season's gone for him is not that. Mason Mount's numbers are fucking good numbers, you know. They're not quite Bruno, but they're not. I far think off. I
1: think it's really weird with Mason Mount how he's so sort of almost just criticised and almost ridiculed. Yeah. And it's like, oh Mason Mount but the guy's mint.
2: Yeah. It's just like.
1: Yeah, it's like I don't get.
2: And I think, Which is annoying to say. As we like,
1: like that, to do in that. this country. Yeah, yeah. That's the teams there. I just brought up the, the Champions League fans. So teams. look at the bench.
3: Kepa, £90 million goalkeeper. Yeah. You know, Caballero or whatever. Yeah. Alonso. Kurt Zuma. Yeah. Pulisic. Didn't they spend yeah. like a 60 frightening million. amount of yeah, money on yeah, him? Yeah. yeah. Hudson Hadoy. Yeah. Ziyech. Kovacic. Giroud. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That is. I mean, don't yes. forget Sammy Abraham. Didn't even get on the bench. Yeah. yeah, that's
1: quality that. because I know he's not a w- he's like a world class, but he's a very good striker. Yeah, he's a good and for striker. him not to even make your bench, sort of like Look you at take City's bench, go through now. City's bench first right. before oh we carry on. Go yeah, on, go on, on. City's, go bench. City's bench. I mean, Zach Stefan, Scott Carson, right? Nathan Ake, big sign in the summer. Laporte, who was the second coming of you know Yap so so ago. supposedly the best centre back in the yeah. league. Last year. Mendy, a sixty million pound left back. Uh, Cancelo a £55 million That pound. as a
3: defence Is a £200 million yeah. defence Cancelo Mendy Laporte, Ake On the bench
1: Eric yeah. Garcia Rodri Fernandinho Why he didn't start all, Baffles all, Also
2: me. up there With one of the best
3: Defenders, yeah,
1: defenders yeah, of all time One the of the best signings Of the last 10 years yeah. For anyone uh, Gabriel Jesus, Sergio Aguero, I think he scored a few goals. Ferran Torres.
2: Right, so again, the, the price. I mean, let's not add it all up. But Aguero, 45 million We all know who Aguero is. Jesus, thirty million. Rodri, what was he? Forty-five, fifty
1: yeah.
3: million. Like, there's about five hundred million. I mean, even there, the Cancelo
1: Mendy. It's
3: the fact that like you can pay as much right, for a uh, uh, Fred as you can Aguero. It's the fact of the level of play they brought in. The like, no ones. one talks about how much we spent for Cavani. It's the fact that we got fucking Cavani. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what we spend. Yeah. Get me them players. Yeah, yeah. Get me them players. The, the, like, they got some free transfers. The, the
1: thing is as well with, with, with City on this front, and we'll just talk about this briefly and move on because we've spent far too much time on it, but Aguero's going, Fernandinho's 35. I mean, and oh, yeah. they had an easy run. Mm. This may well be their best chance that they, they get in a long time.
3: Do you know what, though, Jay? I'm not going to be on camera saying that because I think that Jack Grealish and Harry Kane are probably yeah. getting announced in about three days. All right, And then and if goes, not, maybe at a home. And also,
1: and also, it pains me to say it, but Phil Foden might be the real deal. And if yeah. he is...
3: Okay, but on that, the guy's played about 20 games in two years. And I think freshness is real. Yeah. Right. I think some players have just been ground down over the last couple of years yeah. with lockdowns, um, playing through pandemics and injuries and stuff like that. Yo, Marcus is an obvious one, but he ain't on his own. Yo, Harry Maguire has mm-hmm. been just played every available minute that there's been. Uh, right, while well, we're here, uh, I do want to address something that I said on the watch-along uh, on, on Wednesday during the final. Uh, I made a joke, which I thought was quite an obvious joke, um, turns out not everyone got the joke. Not everyone understood what I was trying to get at. And it was a poor joke on reflection. Uh, I regret it. And I would like to apologise to anyone I did offend with that joke. Everyone who knows me or has followed me for five minutes, I would hope, knows that's not what I'm about. Uh, I don't like any sort of form of prejudice at all. Um, so I regret it and I apologise for it. And um, you know, certainly won't be doing anything along those lines again.
1: No, me and you had a chat about this today because we've not seen you since... Um, since the watch along I wasn't here when, when that happened and you know from our conversations I could see you regret it and I understand why you did you know I know language is important and I've had these conversations with mates over the years about certain things you say and jokes and things like that and you go hang on a minute that's, that's not okay um, and uh, there'll be an element out there who, no matter what you say you won't accept it but I think it's important we address it I think it's important as a, as a channel we have that responsibility of what we put out on here and what we say you know those words matter and I'm glad you've addressed it. And I know from our conversations, you know, you give a shit. You dip. Do you know what I mean? That's what you're about. Um, and I'm, like I say, you know, I think we can all learn from this. And I think we should all move forward and just remember the sort of responsibilities we've got as well.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we've, we've, we've addressed that. And, and, you know, like you said, you've talked about your grip for saying what you said. And it was the first opportunity we had to, to address the matter. And I think we needed to do that as a channel. And I'm glad we have.
1: Uh, well, you mentioned Marcus Rashford earlier. We are talking about players getting ground down, players having that freshness, players having that sort of, I don't know, devil-may-careness that you have when you're a youngster. Mm. Marcus had that. Then he became this sort of almost seasoned pro and the player we rely on. For the Europa League final, he looked knackered. Mm. He did. We know he's been waiting for this operation until after the Euros. The squad's not been announced. The, prov- the provisional squad's not has been announced. He's in it. It's 33 players, got to go down to 26. The likelihood is he's going to be in that 26. I wish he wasn't. And I mean that. I love Marcus Rastrid. And I know if he was watching this, he'd probably disagree because he loves playing for his country and I get all that. But he needs a break. He needs a proper break. He needs to have this operation now and go and sit on a beach for a few weeks, not carry the nation's hopes. No. And then go and have
2: an operation, and then I'll have three
1: days, and then back in preseason for Manchester United.
3: Oh, you mean exactly like he's gonna?
2: Yeah, but it's not even like it's not even a United fan don't care about England thing. It's it's literally a care about this player whose career is may over the next eighteen months go one way or another in terms of how many he might he might play four hundred games in his career, or he might play seven hundred, yeah. and that could be the difference. Bet, you know, between recovering this summer and not. Because there's a lot of players who, yeah, know, they play most seasons, they'll get you 20, 30 appearances. But if he wants to be someone that is a, a real, and I, I know he's on the way to being that anyway, but a real legend for Man United who plays all, uh, most of the games, who gets loads of goals, who gets loads of assists, who can carry us to trophies, he can't be carrying injuries for his whole career. And for the last two years or so, he has been. At some point... I know there's little nicks and niggles and bits here and there that you have to play through, but you can't have surgery-needing injuries throughout your whole career. And he, like I said, not for the last two years, he's, he, he kind of has been, whether it's his ankle or his shoulder or whatever his other problem is with his back. leg at the moment, his back... Like, th- oh, so at some back. point, this needs fixing. Otherwise, we're going to see put more and more performances like we did in the cup final from him because physically, you can't keep doing that forever.
3: I had a thought, when he said 700 appearances, started doing maths. Go on. And I was like, that's 10 years of playing 70 games. I was like, that's a lot. That's 20 years of playing 35 games. That's still a lot. Yeah. I was like, fucking hell. I mean,
1: Marcus Rashford could approach record-breaking numbers. Chucky said he sees him playing in midfield one day. And he worked with him as a kid. I'm not saying that's going to happen. It's just what mm-hmm. he said. He said, you know, I mean, would you have thought Ryan Giggs was going to end up playing in centre
3: midfield? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. And so, stranger those of things, you things have happened. Too young to remember. Ryan Giggs, for me, I would say was like a Zaha-style winger. Yeah. Dead jinky. Yeah. Like constantly on the chop, change very fast, direction change, always on the last man. And for him to become a cultured number eight yeah. was. He might as well have played in net because that was how alien it yeah. was going to have
2: been. Yeah, someone like Wan matter with his touch and his vision and his composure, yeah, yeah, you yeah. think that makes sense. Giggs was like s- knock it in sprint kind of player. Not, uh, not, yeah, more than it, that, it obviously. It was always that, if he loses his pace, he's gone in. Exactly. And he, <laughs> yeah, like, he made one of the best transitions yeah. that anyone's uh, done. But but back to Rashford then, do you think there's a chance that he doesn't go to the Euros? I, Whether I mean, it's I up be, to I, him or up to I'll be left thing.
1: with egg on my face. But I don't think there is. I think Southgate picks him. I think, yeah. I think Southgate rates him. And I think Southgate needs him or feels he needs him in this tournament to have a chance of winning it. I think he does. And he's probably right in that sense. But for, from a United point of view, from someone that absolutely adores Marcus Rashford and cares about him, I'd love to see him not go. Because I think for long term, for the reasons you've mentioned, it's probably better that he doesn't.
3: How many players' careers have you seen? Most players' careers, if they don't fulfil the potential that they've shown, is usually because of injuries in it, usually. And it's, or they haven't looked after themselves, which sometimes coincides with injuries. Now, knowing Marcus and knowing what he's like and and knowing how dedicated he is, looking after himself isn't something you're going to throw at him at all the guy has his own chef, the guy has a physio which comes
1: round to his house all the time. Um, he wants to stop mucking about with his phone calls to ex-presidents though, eh? <laughs> Why is he not out on the piss like normal footballers? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I you
2: get caught like, smoking a cigarette
1: on I all day at some point. Like, do you know what I mean? Chatting to Barack Obama, being, being respectful. Res- like
3: doing you know, like yoga and things like that, things that are, are very good, but you know, I, I even put him onto stem cells and said, look into this because this is the cutting edge of technology at the moment. It's almost a miracle how it works, some of it. But, you know, it's, it looks like putting it off and... and no, the tr- thing is as well, the sort
1: of the, the obvious ones to compare where well, you look at a player who just was sort of at his peak by 20 and almost done by 22, is Owen, Michael Owen. Now, you may criticise Michael Owen for a lot of things, but he wasn't like a, a Jack the lad. He, no. he, he was football and that was it. He was it, a bit of it? a boring football. Yeah, he was boring, but, but he only. was just about football. But yeah. it was the injuries that did for him. And yeah. that wasn't anything to do with his lifestyle or anything like that. He was probably the consummate professional. It was just the injuries did for him. Now, I think Marcus has got more to his all-round game than Michael Owen had. Once Michael Owen got him and lost his pace, he was never quite the same player. But with Marcus Rashford, there's always that fear that something like that could happen. Do you know what I mean? I mean, this is going to sound so crazy and people are going to hammer me in Here the comments go. for this. Can't wait
2: for this. But I will say just it
1: anyway. put him on
3: solo, thank you. I will oh, say it anyway.
1: Oh, yeah. And... And, and I'll take the beats when they come, Alan Shearer was better at Blackburn than he ever was at Newcastle. How dare you? Because he had one or two injuries and he, he lost a little bit, not a lot, because he still banged him in. But if you look at him at Blackburn, he was a better player. Mm. He was. And he had a, quite a few injuries Alan Shearer and he was still fantastic scored scored loads of goals. But he just took a little bit out of him. Now, no, not I don't enough, think that's
3: crazy, you know. His, yeah. his record at Blackburn was yeah. terrifying. His record yeah. at Newcastle was very good.
1: Yeah, and, it w- and yet he was at his peak at Newcastle in terms of his age and everything. I think it just took a little bit out of him. Mm. And I think with Marcus, and Ma- Alan Shearer was obviously built for an old-fashioned type of strike so he could handle a few more injuries than a tricky type of attacking player like Marcus is. So I think Marcus loses that. There's, my biggest fear almost is that he's still just about good enough. Mm. And he's still got to watch Marcus Rashford getting pelters and people go, and he gets you sort of, those double figures consistently for the rest of his career, but doesn't
2: go to the heights that we know a player of his talent can do. And I think that's one of the things, and it links back to this, with Wayne Rooney about people talking about his potential. That is like Marcus Rashford, not quite maybe the Wayne Rooney levels, but he is that kind of one step below the best in the world potential, I think, for him. I think he's world-class certainly, and maybe he's not going to reach the sort of Ronaldo-Messi Mbappe kind well, of numbers. I mean, but Fuck, there's no fucking no, no shame in that is there? Because
3: he's not on that level.
2: No, not yet, but I mean that's the few, that's who people are looking at for uh, Ballon d'Ors over the next few years.
3: He might win a Ballon d'Or. Yeah. He's not getting to that. No, level, he's
2: never yeah. going to be their level, but what I mean is in terms of talking about who is the best player in the world, maybe it won't be Rashford, but he's certainly capable of being a 20 20 plus 15, 20 he plus goals 15 plus assists. Yeah, easily. But that's the thing that like you said with injuries it doesn't take that much to go wrong because at the minute it's bits here and there. It's a, a long, you know, it's a, a niggling shoulder injury. It's this ankle injury that seems to recur. It's a back injury. But if you add to that, and this is when it really went downhill for, for Owen, a cruciate knee ligament injury, mm. then that's when it, it really became irreparable for Owen, when he did his knee. Because... At that point, you've got one that needs to be monitored through your whole career anyway, plus all of the other little ones that you never let heal. And there's a psychological and thing exactly. there. So I mean, so and he
1: went, he went... Was it
2: the World Cup he
1: went to when he was knackered? Yeah. And did
3: it in the World Cup to yeah. collapse. Do you know who um, I reckon Marcus needs Was it 2006, that?
1: I think so, yeah. I think it was, do yeah. Do you yeah.
3: reckon Marcus needs to speak to his normal white side? Well,
1: why? Well, yeah. what,
3: what can injuries do? Yeah. Because I reckon if you'd have... When did he get injured? It was like 84, 85. He started to really start racking them up on it. I reckon if you'd have spoke to people around that time, around him going to the World Cup as the youngest player, the youngest goal scorer in this, or the youngest, 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 his mm-hmm. little, his story, how was Norman Whiteside going to be? People that have told you, you know, Reds of a certain vintage ago, do you remember Roy Keane? taller one of them. Mm-hmm. That's what Norman Whiteside was. You know, he was an all action, box to box, goal scoring midfielder. He'll do anything. He'll fight you. He'll kick you. He'll fray, spray balls over the top. He'll score fucking 20-yard volleys. He does everything. And then he loses... Was it his cartilage he had to have completely Yeah, I basically removed.
1: have no cartilage in his knees or something. Well, that's Ridiculous, work, is it? No. And, like, he was done at 27. I oh, know. So, you know what I mean? Like you say, the youngest broke Pele's record in the World Cup. Um, I love the story. Like, I did a thing with sad ones on a QA. and a And he sent me a list of his achievements. And one that he said... Youngest player ever to play in a World Cup. Next line said youngest player ever to be butts in a World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: it was like, youngest player ever to take his boots off on the turf in the World <laughs> Cup. I just thought the fact that like he got butts like, in
1: his first appearance in the World Cup, or whatever, was summed him up. But um, yeah, and scored. Yeah, and you know, yeah. I mean, it's just. <laughs> It is tragic because, as well, you know, he missed out on so many things and, and so many trophies, and I think he got, he's, you know, he, he got his biggest pay packet with on the one Everton. season in Everton, and it's sad. And I think Marcus is obviously set for life in certain ways, but we want to see him have that long career. Mm. And these little decisions here and there could add up to a, a, against that.
2: And the other side of it is, is maybe Marcus Rashford's body is going to be one that gets injured a lot through his career. Maybe he doesn't quite have the sort of physical prowess and phenomenal you know ability that someone like Cristiano Ronaldo has who has just been I know he's had injuries here and there but essentially playing every game for every team for fifteen years in a row. Maybe he doesn't quite have that durability. Can
3: we just talk about how ridiculous he is it's as incredible.
2: Just as an athlete. He's thirty seven next year. And it's he's, still, like getting a, he's still getting a 12. goal a game for uh, for Juventus. Can but we may- can
3: we sit here and fantasize what him coming back? Like, we can do, do, you do it. Wanna, we do can save do it that m- for a video. Maybe
2: yeah. say that for another video because <laughs> actually we'll, say, we'll talk about it in a minute. Um, but maybe Rashford will always have some injuries. Maybe that's just what his body's like. But you've got to give yourself time to rest when you can because I mean, otherwise, what what chance right, do you have? To, I'm just looking at the stats. He's played
1: 271 games already
2: for Manchester Oh, high. he's not. He, but again, Rich. he's playing with injuries. Yeah. But, but, you know, maybe some players just have to play with injuries more than yeah. other players. I don't know. But you just worry that when you play such a high proportion of your games with injuries, what effect does that Robo. have on the next five years?
3: Genuinely world-class. Did Robbo shave off years at the top because of playing with injuries?
1: I saw a good debate on the socials the other day going on about Robbo and how good he was and the fact that... What didn't help Robbo as well was some of the players he had to play alongside. He was almost carrying a Manchester United team. And it sounds alien to people, but you talk about Bruno carrying us. Bruno's got Paul Pogba near him. Mm-hmm. He's got Marcus Rashford there. He's got Harry Maguire behind him. Cavani. He's got Cavani in front of him. He's got world-class players all there or thereabouts around him. Robbo, for a period, not always, but for a period, had bang average players around him. And so that's why United was 17th when Fergie came in.
3: Atkinson's United. McGrath. Whiteside, yeah. even Strachan, Stapleton, yeah. some fucking legendary names yeah, in yeah, yeah, there. Of been. course, um, but then that sort of first run through well, of you've got, like Peter Davenport, earlier. Graham Hawk, do you know what I mean? Like Neil
1: Webbs, you're looking at it and you're going, mm, and then you've in the middle of all this, you've we got, in the league? yeah, you've got <laughs> one of the greatest footballers of all time, mm. literally in the middle of this.
3: Yeah. Yeah,
2: real. yeah. So, in more ways. <laughs> yeah. To round that out, then, Marcus <laughs> Rashford, if you're him, yes. or you're someone in, you know, his, his agent or his brother or whoever, are you saying to him, we don't think you should go to the Euros? If you're him, are you going to the Euros and, and take this summer off and do that? I think he's going to be desperate to go.
0: Yeah.
2: He's, he'll know as well.
1: For all the reasons we've said for him not to go, probably reasons in here that he needs to go. Yeah. If that makes any sort of sense, because <laughs> yeah. it's like, this may have been the best chance yeah. to play know, in it. Who knows where? Wayne Rooney, in 2008, you know, the Champions League final had English players in every single position except goalkeeper, and we didn't qualify. So you don't know with tournaments. Wayne Rooney didn't score a World Cup goal until his last appearance in a World Cup finals. You just don't know how it's going to pan out. So if you're a youngster, well, young, you know, 23, I think he is, you're not going to take it for granted and go, I'll go to the next one. No, Fuck that. Because also, no. he
2: wasn't. <laughs> A guaranteed first team starter in the last World No, Cup. he he was just now. on the edge, and yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's
1: like there's there's a lot of options there for Gareth Southgate yeah. in attack. You know, Sterling, Kane,
3: Grealish, Grealish, Grealish. Uh, Foden go. plays a lot.
1: Yeah, Foden. So Marcus, you know he's got to fight for his place. Is he going to say I'll sit this one out? He sits out. Foden bags a load of goals and then might never get back. You're in his shadow I, for I the ten years.
3: The England thing uh, has, and it always has been, has been a little bit political. And it's got a little bit of fan favourites and all the rest of it, and flavour of the month-ism. Yeah. Way, I don't know if that's an ism. But you're
1: um, liking your, uh, ocean. what was the other one, Croyfianism? Uh, Croyfianism.
2: Guardiolian.
1: Gradi- oh. Guardiolian, oh, wow. Guardiolistas. Guardiolistas. Sorry. Aye.
2: Soz. <laughs> Soz. lad. Soz. So if you're you Rashford, Rashford, you're going, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Let's what? be honest, if you're Rashford, you're going. You're forcing um, through that injury. I,
3: I think that there's a certain bit of, uh, it's a moving train, and if you don't get on it, it's gone. Yeah, like yo, know, like you said, Foden comes in as a good game. Fucking later. In in the, the nation's mind, that's you out of the picture.
1: On the flip side to this, then, while we're on England, Mason Greenwood. Mm. We'd probably all take him, I think, if it was up to us because we've seen him, we know what he can do, I'm guessing. If I was England manager, I'd be trying to
3: take Bruno. I think he's well good. Mm.
1: He is yeah, good. He's decent. Him. Yeah. That sounds like a Harry Redknapp move, doesn't it? <laughs> Remember, he did that article on Wes Morgan. Why is Wes Morgan not playing for England? It's a disgrace. He's got 38 caps for Jamaica, Harry. Caps. And we've already printed that article. That's
2: no excuse. No way yeah. better, though, either. Yeah. May uh, I leave it in?
3: Harry. Right. Go a, a sec. Go on, then. About Mason Greenwood. Um,
2: Mason Greenwood.
1: Whilst Marcus Rashford is a, you know, was one that, while well, he probably would like him to sit out. He, he, he's he's going to end up going. I can see Mason missing out.
3: Fuck that. Listen to this. Who's the scapegoat? This is a better game because the, there has not been an international tournament without a scapegoat. Who is the who
2: last one? Who's the World Cup? Sterling.
3: Good point, well made. Yeah, uh, Kane. Kane, Kane no, but there wasn't kinda, one because,
2: wasn't generally a, a, speaking, people were happy with the yeah, performance. There wasn't. They? It's, the like,
1: it's like it's like 1990. You probably remember this a lot because you because I didn't it's exist. It's hard was to remember something like that, like that my World brain cup. wasn't in. This existence is what's the, the matter with you, Johnny Come Lately? Is you're not born, so you can't watch the games. You just take the piss. You know, I, I remember fraud. all the times when we didn't win the league and all that, Division One. Uh, disgusting. Yeah. Um, but I me and I mean, Steve remember it. And there wasn't a sort I remember of. Remember about three seconds. Well, because we got to the semis, even the likes of Stuart Pearce and Chris Waddle, who missed penalties, weren't mm. hammered. Gareth Southgate 96 wasn't quite as hammered as you'd expect because we got to the semis. And yeah. it's like, that's a success for England. So if you do well, you tend to get away with it. But. You know, if you go back to Euros 2002, Phil Neville gives away a penalty. World Cup 2000, sorry, 2000, Phil Neville gives a penalty. Euros. Yeah, and Euros, yeah. yeah. Um, 98, some kid called David, something, I can't remember. I mean, he, he got a, he, a David, he
2: and then t- World Cup 2002, David Seaman for letting that ball go over his head. I that was him one. being scapegoated. Do you not? No. And David Beckham know. got done loads for, for running over the ball, stopping it on the line, and they counterattacked and scored. Remember, remember that? that? Yeah. Remember that.
1: that um, those two got battered for that. You, do you remember the 2006 World we'll Cup, Ronaldo? He was playing against
3: us. Do you know why? (laughs) Because Because Rooney was injured injured going into it, I think. And the nation or the press had put so much on Wayne Rooney coming back that they couldn't then call him a scapegoat. Listen, Ronaldo didn't stamp on Carvalho's bollocks. No. And also, the reason Ronaldo could be
2: scapegoated is because he's a United player. Yeah, Because that's a big enough story for English readers that, well, he's a United player, so let's hate him. Joey winked. What the fuck? Do you know
1: what? This is a a good point, though, this, right? In 2006, mm. if you'd have given a choice for a lot of United fans, Rooney or Ronaldo, how many even them would have said Ronaldo? Four. Go. Everyone would have been backing Rooney, on that. Yeah. Because yeah. at that time, it was like, Rooney's going to be the next Ronaldo one. Ronaldo hadn't done anything. He
3: was, Ronaldo was not quite... No, he wasn't Dan James. But he was... He wasn't even Mason Greenwood. No, he, was like, he, was, he was this obviously talented fucking show pony that's a bit of a twat. It was that season, oh yeah. six, oh seven, where he went fucking twenty. Because there was goals a lot of articles, football. weren't
1: mm-hmm. there, going Fergie needs to cut him loose, Fergie needs to move on, Fergie needs to forget about the Ronaldo thing, it's not happening. And then from the next three years, Ronaldo won a title every year and the Champions League and got to another Champions League final as well. What and
2: do So Who is going to be the, is right? be the scapegoat this time then for England? Because Bruno. <laughs> what if we play him?
3: Dive dive in a quarter final uh, against England. Penalty. Dude a fucking hop skip a Rupa <laughs> penalty. Yeah. Win one nil
2: you think Bruno um, very much in the Ronaldo mould yeah. as well isn't it Portuguese and then United win the
3: league next year oosh <laughs> oosh <laughs> oosh if it's, if it's to be an England player
2: we've seen Sterling be it in the past I think we've Sterling been a bit I think they're the ready past.
3: if Kane moves to City I think they're ready to make Kane a scapegoat because he's not at a London club no more I could see he's that he's gone for the money money nah. grabbing bastard yeah. look at yeah. him he's pulled out some boots that I've got his free golden boots on that's sad by the way um, he, he could be shit again and cost England. They're
2: not going to do Jordan Henderson because they like him. They cu- it could be like an Eric Dyer situation when he starts playing more games than he should because Maguire don't get back in time and Dyer's just shit and he costs them the game. Well, Mac- Dyer's not gone is he? is he not? No, I don't think he's in the well, provisional squad. Centre
3: half's pretty weak, yeah. so it could be a centre it half. It could be Stones or something like that. Yeah, it could stones
2: be Stones. It could be you know, and this would makes this makes sense to oh, me. Oh, well, here we go, because he coming to United. Jaden Sancho Ooh, Southgate, shout. Southgate brings that's him shout. on instead of Sterling or instead of Foden or someone like that the, 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 the paper's like now Sancho fucks it up misses a chance he's the scapegoat as he moves to United right, the, the whole comments, nation hates him
3: who's your scapegoat give me your story I want your full story I don't just want a name yeah. put some fucking effort in for once I want a story why is this your scapegoat yeah.
2: who is getting blamed when England don't win the Euros I'm going Bruno you're going Bruno I'm going Sancho who are you going Kane's a good outside shout though because he seems so untouchable at the minute
3: but, and he's also the captain yeah, and I think is... there's a lot of like fallen angel potential yeah. with Kane
1: I think Jesse might have a shout I just think that he ain't going he is no. Southgate loves Jesse Lingard no. Southgate's in his job because of Jesse Lingard yeah but I don't think I think, I think Jesse sense. goes there misses a sitter or does it scores a goal does a dance Hmm. and then, like, just, and then next, misses a the sitter yeah. <laughs> yeah and then it was like look
2: at him and then the dance that he did he used against him yeah yeah. do you know that AD Boothroyd stuff where like the person who got him all of his jobs is just like one of his best mates you've seen all that haven't you no I haven't do you know AD Boothroyd who's under 23 is under 21 the yeah, manager yeah he's just done an absolutely shit. appalling a job bad manager for 15 years is boothroid
3: Boothroyd golf Gav Kate Boothroyd oh I was
2: checking yeah, same, same kind of resume. Uh, but there's identical. a bloke who's pretty much hired him at all of his last four or five jobs who basically just owes him one, who keeps <laughs> getting him these big jobs. And that's what Lingard's done for Southgate. Yeah. He's just got him all his jobs because he
1: kept him... He kept him in the under... I can't remember the game, but there's a game in the under-21, Southgate's under pressure and Jesse Lingard scored and that sort of kept him in that job. Did well for him at the World Cup. Played him out of position, don't forget One of the he best players in England,
3: England, for England in the World Cup, is yeah, right? Yeah. Never came back from it, like. No, Until no. about three months ago. I know. <laughs> But I think so I think there's, a soft, I I think there's a, a soft spot,
1: <laughs> yeah. But Jesse's got that ability that, like, it's easy for people to get on his case. Yeah. Not us. We love him, but yeah. he's like he's that you know young lad who's he's very sort of with pop culture and all that sort of stuff and he, you know
2: what I mean and to people the people are like, who are in the mid 40s yeah. 50s 60s he's like he's a symbol st- of a s- the snapchat yeah. what are you doing on social media guy yeah isn't That's exactly it so it's like an easy yeah. stick yeah. to, to be a physical embodiment of anti-social media more like Do you know that kind of <laughs> shite that people say on nationwide adverts for no reason um, he's that f- to them
1: let's uh, ask me one final question then to so wrap this up you've said he's going to get blamed what are England going to do in the Euros fuck off What's that mean?
3: First good team. one no, just co- not playing. Oh, right, okay, cool. The first good team they play, they lose to. Okay.
1: I don't like you, just logical answers that are probably true.
3: Right. Do you know what it is? Have you, see, have you seen Portugal's get- team? It's got yes. a fucking balance. It's mint. Have you yeah. seen France's team? France's second team win the Euros.
2: France so- are the man city of international teams at the minute, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. They've got 20, like, anywhere from incredible to world class players. Yeah. And. Um, I,
3: I think Portugal's you know got a bit of grittiness about him. I
2: think yeah. so you know what you're guaranteed as well if France
1: doing it you'll hear so many people saying wow, about why you not do that for United why you do that for United why do that for United
2: everyone th- wins us the Euros in the World Cup <laughs> uh, <laughs> why didn't everyone win the Euros yeah. it's a good point though that you make about when we face a good team when's the last time <laughs> not in a group stage match yeah. England beat one of the top teams in, 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 in top international team in a tournament 1966 West Germany When's the last time we did that? I would say... Be honest, not in the group stages. Because we beat France in the group stages. Cameroon, but in Argentina.
3: Nine, nine. But they were, mate. They were sick. Well, they were a cult hero team. They weren't fucking great. Is, have it. we ever done it? So this I is an upsetting it. realisation
2: that you've just put on, Misty. Have England ever beaten... We're going to have to look this up now, and people will know in the comments. Have England ever beaten, since 1966, one of the best... like You know, the big names...
1: We the beat Spain teams. in
2: 96 on penalties, but they had a perfectly legitimate goal ruled out.
3: They were also in the transition of a well shit era of Spanish football. But I thought they yeah. had a decent team in that competition. Yeah, who was up front. But in yeah. the t- we hadn't, have we was it? Oh, we? Can we can got a- exactly. It wasn't fucking Romario and Ronaldo, was it? Or well, the Spanish Argen- equivalents. When we beat
2: Argentina, that was in the group stages, wasn't it? Yeah. We know yeah, yeah, yeah. When oh, we, no. we beat Holland. The oh, no, no, one 4-1 no, no. one no. against was Holland was the... That was the Beckham game. Yeah. Was the uh, group No, stages. no, the second the one group where, where Beckham smashed it down the middle. Yeah. In the penalty. The penalty. Yeah, the penalty. Group stage. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's what I mean. There wasn't so the, the knockout. Last one is, the last one is Holland in 1990.
1: No, no. It was no. a group stage game. Was it? I think so, yeah. Well,
3: no. Holland th- was in the group.
1: No, in 1990, we played, was it Belgium, Cameroon and Germany. Um, in a group? In the, no, in the knockouts. You're saying in the knockouts. Yeah.
3: We've never so. done it. So what, pull it up. Let's have a look. That, that's it. That's what we did in the knockouts. No, but I actually don't know the last time England played... Beat
2: like won. a France, a Brazil. Yeah, that's Germany. why UB I said UB Spain, Sweden. because he's the only one I can remember. Yeah, Sweden. but you're
3: 96 Spain. Like I said, who was up front for him? Fernando Morientes. don't fucking think so. Mm, maybe. Yeah. He was good for Monaco. Um, I mean, yeah,
2: that's, that's a, a sad realisation, that if we face one of the big boys, right. we will lose to them. Yeah, That's really upsetting. And I don't think we're building a team... I know this is very England-heavy today, but yeah. I don't think Cut we're off. building a team that was... That suits playing against the big teams. I think we try and control games, and we're not good enough to do that. Basically, yet. it was shit. Oh, this painting.
3: you'll know three of the players.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, it's not the best. Among
3: our it's not a, Yeah, no. yeah,
1: it no, yeah, it's good, lad. It's not of a lads. legendary
3: side. No. well, that like,
1: that's literally the only big team. Hang on. we've got
3: Google England World Cup record because it'll tell you who they sort of like. Well, we know we
1: can remember like. international
3: no. tournament record. Okay, so I've got the World Cup ones. The World Cup, obviously, we beat Sweden. Not, a, not a Goliath. No, and we won in pens or extra time against Colombia. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the Brazil World Cup, we won no games. Interesting tactic. <laughs> in the 2010 World Cup, <laughs> <Interesting> we <laughs> <laughs> we won no knockout games. You don't like my methods because you don't understand my yeah. methods. In uh, the 2006 World Cup, we beat. Ecuador. Ecuador. Sorry. In the 2002 World Cup, we beat Denmark. This is really fucking upsetting, Steve. This in is the, really in po- 1998, on, we just off. lost in the round of 16 to Argentina. In 1990, we played Belgium, who weren't good at the time, not like they are now, they're sensational. I'm still saying Cameroon, mate. That's me. If you go and find what the coefficient of Cameroon was at the time. because
1: They were mint. Um... They beat I was joking
3: mate. when I said 1966, but it was. This is so fucking upsetting. It was actually, Portugal was a very good team in 1966, and I don't know about Argentina, but we beat Argentina in a quarterfinal, we beat Portugal in a, in a semi, and we beat West Germany in a final. That was the last time England played and won a good team, certainly in the World Cup, the Euros be different. In. Right, so we got the Euros now. Obviously, uh, that's this year's Euros fixtures. Um, the last Euros, let's have a look. So, 2016, obviously, we came second to Wales. We lost to Iceland. Group. We don't need to worry about that. And we lost to Iceland. So, th- no is the answer on that front. In the uh, 2012 Euros, 2012, that was a disaster. We didn't qualify, didn't qualify for Euro four, and then we got Euro two thousand, where we lost to Romania. Um,
1: 96, we know what happened there.
3: So I'm going to go back here. Like, I feel sick. What, right, what's so, happened here is the entire English national team's record has been pulled out from underneath me. So Euro 2012, we played Italy in the quarterfinals and, and lost. lost. Right. I joked when I said 1966. I actually... We might be talking about... 90s. So, Portugal uh, in '04 Lost. Lost. Steve, what's happening? I think we've just realised how shit... What about we 1970? Didn't we we didn't any- get out of the group in 2000. <sighs> 96. So, here's the one that's up for debate, potentially. We beat Spain. Yeah, but on you're penalties, not having, you're not having that. No, and there was a shit Spain team.
1: It's not even that for me. It's the fact that we sort of got away with it because I'm pretty sure Spain had a perfectly good goal disallowed.
3: Um, 92, we came rock bottom of the group without winning a game.
1: That 0-0 against France though was epic. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest
3: in, with you, I'm still uh, spoken about to this day. In Euro '88, great one. Oh, we didn't, we didn't, we lost them all anyway. Three out of three. <laughs> yes. We had Russia, um, the Netherlands, and... Um, Republic of Ireland. of Ireland. Yes, I, I vaguely and remember when, it. And uh, for 3, Joe. Joe Joe's, Joe's reliving them all here.
1: All I remember from that is Robo scoring. In 1980, and finger. we
3: didn't get out of the group. Right, stop now. Wait, wait, wait. Stop wait, this. Wait, 68. So if we didn't beat anyone in 68, 66 was the last time that we won a knockout game.
2: Against a good team.
3: Right, and in 68, we got... Yugoslavia... And lost. Right. That's it. Can I just so, say as well, just as an,
1: as an aside, <laughs> in 68, that Italy went through against the Soviet Union on a, t- on a coin toss.
3: So that's how <laughs> seriously we seriously were taking that couldn't tournament. couldn't win a coin toss! Hey, do you know right. what I mean? So, for so the last time England won a, a legitimately competitive big match in knockout football was the year we fucking won it in England in 66. That is astonishing. I mean, and
2: genuinely upset. And, and like, anyone who's watched England, I know some, a lot of our fans aren't English, so forgive us for all this conversation. Just, just keep laughing. But anyone who's been watching England over the last 25 years-ish, bit less, 30 years, 35 years, will know... 45. Will know we've not been very good. I've never seen anyone put it together like that. I've never noticed that and actually gone back... You can maybe say Spain, but there wasn't a great Spain team and we, and we were looking to beat them. We should have lost him, and we won on penalties. Yeah. And they weren't a very good, you know, it's not the Spain team of today. England haven't beaten a top team in knockout tournament in 55 years. Do you want to put it this way? My dad was six. That's absolutely My awful. My dad was six as well. That yeah. is awful. Every yeah. time we faced <laughs> a big boy a big team in any competition, we've lost to them. What the fuck? Bigger boys. Bigger <laughs> boy. The home of football, bring it home. Football's coming home. We're shit. Even what the, the fuck? Well the tournaments
1: that we lord over, that we go like, you know, Euro 96 Yeah. Men. It's like, we drew with Switzerland. We got pretty lucky again. I know Gaza scored that one goal, but against Scotland, they miss a pen and we go down the other end and score. We Spain, twatted, we wrong. We, we
3: twatted Holland. We twatted Holland, but, but other Holland than Holland have now, got this weird thing. It's a very small nation it that loves weird. its football and occasionally implodes like you've never seen I the team implode ever. To be imploded. fair, that
1: performance against Holland is probably the best England performance but I've it, ever seen. But it,
2: for clarity, for anyone who doesn't know, it was a group stage match. Mm. So that's the end of that conversation. England aren't winning the Euros. For anyone who thought we might, this, as soon as we face a good team, France, Belgium, Spain, Italy, Croatia. If, they, if Italy even qualify, Croatia, Croatia. you know, any of them lot, or in that case, Yugoslavia. <laughs> Um, we'll lose. Nations that no longer exist
1: have beaten us. Thanks for
2: watching. Any confidence you may have had going into the Euros, fuck that right off. I think that's the the, the motto of today's podcast, isn't it? Do you want to take us out, Jay, while I just contemplate everything I've ever thought about the England national team? Uh, if you're expecting loads of England content over the summer, don't come to us. Uh, we,
1: we will be doing some Twitch watch-alongs for other games, though. We'll be doing, having a bit of a laugh over and there, so make sure you go and check that out. Um, we've got some stuff coming up as well. We've got the season reviews and all that sort of jazz. Um, McCola's going to be down here later on as well this week, so we'll be having Housen and McCullough, Um and me and Joe will be doing transfers live. I think Housen's doing a transfers live, are you?
3: I don't know, is that it? He is, he is. Coming up soon anyway. He is
1: coming up soon. Mac is going to be doing one. The gang's all going to be doing that because it's transfers, transfers, transfers in it now. So we'll be all over that stuff. Um, Don't forget as well, if you're not doing to check everyone out on socials, you know where we all are. And hit like, share and subscribe. This has been The Paddock
2: Podcast. Thanks for watching.